Madison's Alternative, 1067 The Resistance. Tonight on the Disruptor Series, I am joined by Meg Myers. Hello. Oh, hi. So right off the bat, are you psychic? I am. (laughs) And that's how you knew that running up that hill was going to make it? Yeah, running up that hill. It's a pretty crazy story. I... I had this vision like a year to year and a half before it became successful that it was going to be successful. And I was crying and I was so overwhelmed with just so, you know, emotion because I, I was just so happy. And it was a really interesting thing too because I had people showing me that song for like a couple of years as I was making my record, the one that was released before running up that hill. And I was like, just really feeling it. I was just blown away by it. I would put it on sometimes. And I was like, man, this is like one of my favorite songs ever. Like I ended up seeing this happening and it was pretty crazy because my whole life I was like, that's not the cover. That's not the cover. People would be like, you should cover this. Mm, I'd start trying and then it just wouldn't work out. That's not the cover. I just feel like there's just one, there's this one. And I know what it will be when it comes. Actually, when I was covering it, I was pretty nervous to do it because I was like, how can I ever make it even close to as good as this? So we did it differently. And um, and I was really proud of it. And it was really liberating for me to sing that song because first of all, I had done my the whole record with a producer that I did my record, Take Me to the Disco with. And then we did that song together. And it was the only song that he wasn't like present in the room for that I sang out of all all the songs that I did. And it felt like I'm so private and it, it was really eye-opening for me. Like, oh, like I need to have space and like have my own private space when I'm singing to like really like let loose and really find my groove. I just felt so happy doing that song. And it was such a just amazing experience for my heart expansion. And I had to kind of like, not battle, but like really stand up for that song being the single to go to radio with some people because there was some pushback. And my higher self was like, no, this is happening. (laughs) So. And that's so interesting to me because we're both 80s babies. And that song came out in between us being born. (laughs) But you are my introduction to that song. I hadn't heard it until I heard your version. Really? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Wow. (laughs) So not only are you reaching this audience who was not familiar with Kate Bush at all, but then a couple of years later, Kate Bush's original makes a comeback and now people are discovering you again. Yeah. Like when my song hit number one and alternative, I was blown away by that. It's like, I knew it was coming, but I was also like so excited that it did come true. My vision but then a couple of years later, it's like, there's oh, no, the universe is like, there's more. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. So where do you yeah. find people discovering you now? I think it's everywhere. I don't really know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's been interesting my, watching my fan base. A lot of people fall away and then a lot more people come in as I've been going through a spiritual awakening and transformation and just like you know embracing more of my authenticity and that has been i think really eye opening who's who's going to stick around who who are the real fans or who and who is just there for desire <laughs> you know yeah. um who like really cares about the music and and me and my well-being and everything but 
I think that I think it's kind of everything, actually. I think it feels pretty like balanced where people are discovering me. I could be wrong and there might be like a, a space more that people do, but I'm kind of like stay in my own little bubble, my own little world and don't really like I just go on and post and then I'm like checked out not checked out <laughs> of life, but just like, you know, yeah playing harp and gardening and <laughs> rehearsing and stuff. So <laughs> you're not obsessively yeah. checking comments or anything. No. Well, you know what? Actually, my I'm just going to say I was like stopping myself because people are like, don't talk about your spirit guides because they're not going to be able to understand it. I feel like I can talk about it with you. So whatevs. <laughs> uh, but my spirit guides told me to stop reading them. I don't go through and read them that often, but every now and then I will. And it's really awesome. And then sometimes it's just like, even though I can understand where the people are coming from when there's negative comments, I've been there. Like I've been, I was so judgmental growing up and like, so I can understand their perspective, but it still affects my energy. Sometimes, sometimes I just like laugh or whatever. And then other times I try not to be affected by it, but I'm like, man, it's like, whew. It, it just affects me like the, the way that people are on the planet. <laughs> and how we are to each other and it and it hurts me because we're, we're all hurting ourselves by hurting each other you know and and judging so hard and stuff and criticizing and but my spirit guide told me to stop reading them so i stopped um like every now and then a little bit just you know if i see something and i want to respond just because i get excited but but i understand why because it's definitely it definitely like there's a lot of energetic cords to fans and friends and family and all these things that I'm working through and I have to constantly like clear my energy to keep and keep me safe in my bubble um and that's one of those things that can just be like I don't know just like an added like distorted energy in my field that I try to keep out so yeah I'm human so yeah I do sometimes but I'm trying not to be <laughs> a lot of you know. weight to carry other people's opinions totally yeah it's a lot it's a lot of energy projection <laughs> yeah. You've been doing yeah. this for over 10 years. What is your next goal in your ascent upward? Um, my next goal is to have more fun. I really want to have more fun because that has been, well, more fun and more connection to everything that I'm doing. And really like only choosing things to do things that really resonate with my heart. That's been a huge thing for me. Like I, I learned a lot of lessons uh, in the past and continue to, I've just been working on like making sure that everything I do feels like it resonates with me at a soul level so that I can like have fun doing it and like expressing myself from a place of honesty um, and integrity. So that is really important to me. And just, yeah, like having more fun in terms of like expanding more visually, like that is something like my live show oh my god, I have so many cool ideas that I ha I'm going to need help like organizing and making happen. But I feel like as I've been going through my awakening, I just my psychic senses are tuning in more and more. And my third eye and my crown and I'm just receiving all this information and downloads and like, you know, about how to have more fun and how to bring more light and depth to everything that I'm doing. And so I think making this third album was really profound because I I just tuned in to a lot of new places, places that were the, where the critical voice in my head of fans and industry and whatever was there. And I just tuned it out for the first time and really just like sat with what I felt like I wanted to say. 
and that's this record with no other people's opinions about what you know what i should be saying or how it should i mean i did experience a few opinions here and there but it was like let me take that for a second and sit with it and how do i really feel about that yeah i'm excited to have more authenticity and and just more fun and more color and you know actual color but also just color um, as a metaphor too just more expression and healing i think that's really the biggest thing because like liberation can only come through walking through the darkness i feel and that's a lot in these songs like i didn't go just like all love and light on my third album like there's a lot of really really intense like stuff in these songs and and a lot of truth and a lot of like it's there's some really bold lyrics and just really honest and a lot of times when i'm rehearsing it feels really liberating to me because i'm touching on subjects that are really uncomfortable to talk about and some people might not want to we've been playing htis also known as hiding that i'm sexual and that song ties into what you're talking about authenticity and some bold lyrics and this awakening that's happening in yourself is that yeah, an example of what's to come yeah it is <laughs> definitely um i think that htis is that one is such a personal song and there's a lot of all the songs are really personal on the third album and there's also tapping into a lot of like collective stuff i mean i think in some ways you could say political but i think as we tune more into ourselves than as humans and then that just kind of automatically it's it's all connected so it, it comes out in my lyrics more like collective stuff that's going on but yeah htis felt like a really important one for me i come from a lot of trauma htis was really liberating for me i wasn't gonna write any more songs i was like i have my record done writing I wrote it with Thomas Powers and Luna Shadows. Thomas Powers had reached out and he's one of the producers on my record, but he reached out and I was like, no, I just want you to work on my record. Like, I don't want to write anything else. And okay, no problem. Like then my visions or intuition, I'll try to say that instead of spirit guides, maybe that's better. So not to freak everybody out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I had a, a download that right with Thomas Powers. So I asked him to send me some ideas that he had and uh he sent me some stuff and there was one called nervous energy that was like yeah this is the one um i started writing to it and everything started coming out really fast and i just started feeling really excited like i was tapping into a sensuality that i really really needed to and like exploring my connection to myself and to the universe and god is in that song it's beyond like yes it's my sexuality but my sexuality is like tied to my spirituality and all it's all one thing it's not separate so and my inner child my inner child like, you know people are like well what do you mean your inner child and your sexuality it's all connected you know it's innocent getting more to my core and clear on what it means to me that felt really liberating that was the last song that i wrote for this album and the first song I put out too. So, <laughs> do you have a release plan? We're working on it right now. I had some setbacks, I guess you could say, some challenges and stuff in the last year around my team, just like uh, recreating my team. I took a lot on, and it was really hard because 
I had never had that much stuff all at once to hold without having help. So I was just making lists and lists and lists of stuff that needed to get done that I didn't really have the, the help to do it. Now everybody is here <laughs> and we're working on it. So what I'm thinking, it was going to come out this year. It was going to literally come out like July or August, it, it, you know, and it just felt really rushed to try and put it out. This is such an important album to me and I want to have everything like the vinyl, all of it, I want it to all come out. Um, I'm also working on another project, like a visual digital project to come out with it. I'll just say potentially an NFT project to come out alongside with it. Yeah, and so it's probably gonna be the first quarter of next year. I can't say when exactly, because every time I do that, then it doesn't come out then. So I'm just gonna say first quarter. (laughs) That's a safe bet. You mentioned your stage show earlier, and you're about to head out on tour with My Chemical Romance. That's got to be exciting. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going Billy Idol, Third Eye Blinds, Wonder Bus. I'm doing into My Chemical Romance, and I'm, that's like the longest stretch I'm doing. And then there's like a little bit of space, and then I go out with Smashing Pumpkins for two shows. I was like laughing with my friend yesterday, like, who's the next person from the 90s that's going to ask me to open for them? going to be Incubus. Please, Incubus, Incubus, Incubus. <laughs> They're on tour right now. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody will fall off their opening slot and they'll reach out. If you just show up, maybe. <laughs> show up at their show. Just- <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I am super bummed that you're not playing the Smashing Pumpkins show in Milwaukee. But because you weren't, going to be on that show. I did check out your merch online, you know, just because we won't see you live doesn't mean we can't buy a t-shirt. Yeah. But then I was wondering, why are your signed posters $44.44? I just like to do everything in like angel numbers, I call them, like synchronistic angel numbers, you know, it's stuff that feels like it's going to be activating or like 1111. I see 1111 all the time and 333 and 444. So it's important to me whenever I do like, I do cameo too. And so I'm trying to make everything like 555 or, you know, or 3999 or something. <laughs> um, it feels good. It's like whenever I see it, I pay attention, you know, I think that's what it is. Pay attention. And it's like messages too, like at a soul level, I think our soul sees it and recognizes it. And it like keeps us on the right path. Like you're doing good. (laughs) Keep going. Okay. Where are we going? (laughs) Oh, you're not doing good. Maybe turn left here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I stop seeing them, I'm like, okay, I, you know, well, there's a lot of things. And when, when I get out of alignment now, it's like, it feels so gnarly like i mean i just did recently it's constant it's like i'm in i'm out i'm in i'm out when i'm out it just everything feels bad (laughs) like everything just feels like icky and uncomfortable and and stressful and and i'm tired i feel more tired when i'm out of alignment i know i have i realize i have less energy when i'm doing something that doesn't resonate with me like i guess that's what i mean like when i'm doing something that when I'm overworking or like doing something that is just getting caught up in the rat race or something of life and not being present enough and like not feeling my emotions and stuff like then I definitely can get pulled out and into the into the chaos and and it just feels so awful now I have a song called waste of confetti on the album 
And in the chorus, I say, why do I pretend when my heart is pulling at me? Why do I say yes? I try to make everyone happy. Here I go. I'm people pleasing again. Why do I abandon my own party? A waste of confetti. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so actually I'll be performing that one. I'm trying out a couple new songs that are not out yet. I'll be playing that one at the shows. So I should be. Cool. So. And you also have a Patreon. What kind of content can your fans find there? That's been really good for me, actually. Like I did started that a few years ago and it's just been growing. And I have a really awesome community where we just I do lots of stuff like I I post a lot of videos of my whole writing process of my album is like on there from the beginning really of my awakening or at least not long after it all the way up until now and so I post so many different kinds of videos like you know you can just see my evolution over the last few years also and many times I just post videos like talking of whatever is coming up for me in the moment so it's kind of like a documentary the whole the whole patreon and then and i'll post photos and get really goofy stuff sometimes i'll start talking like this and start like kind of riffing <laughs> 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 which i'm from the south and my whole family is from the south so i feel like it's okay um <laughs> you're just looking into the old way that's all yeah i just start going back and it feels really comforting and fun and then we do a once a month live stream and that changes up. I've been having so much more fun with that. Like I used to kind of dread it and I'd get on and I just feel kind of stressed out and just not really comfortable in my body and know what to do. But slowly, like my process is slow. Like I'm a turtle. Like I don't just like, I need time to grow and evolve and like really like feel into the energies and the people. And, and it's taken me a lot of time to get more comfortable. And I still come on and get a little nervous or whatever sometimes, but for the most part, it's just really fun. We have dance parties and <laughs> I taught a yoga class on there one of the recent times and that was so good. It's like everything that I love doing I'm starting to bring to the community and we all connect that way. And sometimes we just start talking and I'll answer lots of questions, do Q and A's and yeah, I mean, it's been really cool because yeah, we connect, but I don't know, like they give me advice too sometimes. Like if I'm having a hard time, if I'm PMSing or then they'll start like giving me, you know, like herbs to take and stuff like that. And it's just been really fun. And, and then I also offer like, I'll send gifts throughout the year, um, depending on what tier you are, you're at. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I've been doing like a download of the month of just like old demos, like childhood demos and stuff like that, which are like pretty go back really far all the way to like 12, 13 years old. So it's pretty awesome. Thankful for it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you. This was awesome.